0: Welcome to Out of the Podcast, your favorite weekly podcast film noir discussion. Gentleman Joey here to say howdy by his side. <laughs> With him, as always,
1: it's Inspector Garth.
0: Dan. <laughs> Inspector Dan.
1: Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Listeners out there.
0: Oh, I don't get a hello.
1: Oh, no, hello. You, that was the first hello.
0: I got some construction outside. I wonder if that's going to get caught on the
1: mic. What are they doing?
0: building another fucking house oh yeah That we don't need yeah there's so many like for sale and for rent signs on my block. it's just like no one's living in these places
1: they just keep building and no one's living in
0: hey i tell you what we're gonna sleep
1: anything fun happen to you this week daddy got any uh tidbits i was trying to think of that actually before we started i was like do i have anything good from this week and, and the answer is probably no okay I don't, think, I don't think i have anything good i'm trying to think well, I got, I got that, I got that, Doctor X. I think this I mentioned it to you. Construction's cracking
0: me up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say hold off on that Doctor X because I think it's going to have a more timely uh, discussion point in later this on. Episode, yes. Oh, okay, it'll still, get, it'll still get to come up, but I, I'd like to. I think like I know to... what you're
1: talking about. So, I, I, sure. I,
0: let's find yeah. out. We'll find out later in the show. And hey, welcome to the show. This, How about this you? construction noise is cracking me up. I got nothing. I don't, uh, life is fucking boring. I'm not yeah. a person who should have a podcast because I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like Not it's taken week. us... Yeah, I was going to say, we've gotten to, what is it, episode 19, and, and we're we're now realizing that, that maybe we, neither of us should have a podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, if that sounds about the right time to figure that out, yeah. I think. Yeah,
1: Inside 20, yeah. The shows that we really tried. Yeah, I think we put our best de- foot forward, yeah. And
0: it defeated us. We also did an episode already this week. It has come out, the bonus episode, the famous bonus episode. Yes, of double indemnity so you know we're infamous
1: uh, famous it we really given our
0: our work to you this week and you don't even know it
1: yep putting you're in just, our work
0: you're just sitting in your car or what else do you think people do while they listen to this one
1: maybe make a meal cooking sure maybe they have music on in the background and listen to a podcast i don't know wow I mean, maybe we we need
0: a little score under us to keep things going. You know, that's what, that's a good editing trick you see in in movies and especially television. Yeah. Maybe that's what we
1: need. It'd be a lot of music to fill up some time. What kind of music do you think we need? Some strings? Yeah. synth? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like it would need to be of era, 40s, not big band, but like kind of stuff that you would hear from like a, you know, a film noir.
0: Well, like, like... you, so not like Danny Elfman, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure,
1: like. <laughs> I mean, I like that. I don't know if it would fit what we're doing. I mean, sure. maybe maybe if we actually covered Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I think it would be beneficial.
0: I mean, there's crime in it. We could do. I was gonna
1: say, like, we could make an argument for that movie. I think it might come to that
0: because welcome to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, let's just get right into it. All right. Niagara, released 1953, starring Marilyn Monroe. What do you got for us? Did you like this movie, Dan?
1: No, I didn't like this movie. Nothing at all? I liked the opening shot. I liked that it was at Niagara Falls. I thought that was a cool location. Great,
0: Um, great tourism spot for Niagara Falls.
1: Yeah, I I liked it to start- You know what kept
0: popping up in my head that I know that maybe only you and I are going to appreciate-
1: I, I think I have a, a guess. Do you want is me it, to guess? Is it Niagara by Braid? No, actually. No. That song
0: just keeps I had to listen to it before recording this to Really? It out. Yeah.
1: Um not even n- one
0: of my favorite Braids, a fine Braid song, but Yeah,
1: it's it's that I'm the same. Um uh, you know what I actually I feel like Braid
0: liked Niagara more than the people like Niagara, because I feel like that would pop up in set lists and stuff and you're like, oh cool, Niagara.
1: I think I remember from the, the Braid DVD that like it seemed yeah. like I think it was Todd Bell maybe that didn't like that song at all. And, oh wow! And, uh, yeah, it, some I know somebody hated because the they songs. play it
0: in Killing a Camera, don't they?
1: They do, and that's I, what I'm thinking of. And I think I think it was because it was on the wheel. Because I think they did that one show where they had like a wheel of songs where like somebody would the pick the wheel. A song, that's And right. then it came up, and I think he was just like made a face and he. Was, that like, was a that fun
0: concept. Right. Braid really knew how to break up, and it's a shame they came back. I mean, I'm happy they're back in a way, but mm. they really went out in style.
1: Yeah, they went out in style a couple times. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think for me. Niagara makes me always think of there's like a Three Stooges bit because I grew up loving Three Stooges. Is this what you thought I was going to think I as well? I was hoping you were going to pick, but I, I didn't even think of Braid, to be honest. And I, and I love Braid. I just did, that just didn't occur to me for some reason. Um, you know
0: what I also meant to bring up during our Crossfire episode was the, you know, you'll get caught in the Crossfire. That was I, in my head a lot for that one.
1: I purposely tried to resist the temptation to talk about that because okay. as you could probably imagine... That was something that welled inside of me that I really suppressed that I didn't. I, I didn't, understand. I, I, I did, I, I and was, then
0: I was like, I'm going to bring it up at one point, and then I just somehow it got out of me. But I watched a YouTube compilation of like 90s commercials last night. And it came up. And that was one of them,
1: yeah. I thought about the minute we got done. I, I, I walked away, and I kind of like pat myself on the back. I, yeah, I, was, like, I, I was like, I didn't, I didn't mention.
0: See, we had different experiences. I didn't pat myself on the back. I'm like, you fucking loser. How could you let the people down?
1: yeah. But either way, we both held back. And I think that's what that's what it's important. We did good. Yes.
0: I liked Niagara. I didn't love it. You know, it was a fine movie. I didn't regret the experience of watching. It It was very watchable. I thought the ending was very exciting. I liked that a lot.
1: I I will say this, that there was a, 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 a first for me during this podcast experience. This was the first movie that I watched where I actually fell asleep at the end
0: wow so
1: so if, if that says and you've gone to,
0: back right or you just be like i don't know what happened and I'll no i, I know. went
1: back i went back because okay. i knew we i knew we were going to talk about it so like sure. I, I, had to, I had to know what happens at the end at least to to talk about it but that was i think that's pretty telling like i i, I just felt very not into the movie like it felt very vapid to me and marilyn Monroe, i feel like i love her and I, I just don't know i don't think they used her very well in in the context of the movie like i feel like they could have done more with her character and with her specifically. And I feel like they leave a lot up to either the imagination or just stuff that you don't see on screen. And I get it, but I feel like it was a missed opportunity. I feel like they, they could have more to... And, and I get, you know, reading about the history of the movie, about how when they brought her in, they kind of made it more of a joke for her after the fact. So I, I get that, but I feel like they could have done more. That, that, that's how I felt. Yeah,
0: because Anne uh, Baxter was originally on board. Yes. And she left and was replaced by... Gene. uh gene peters yes,
1: yes. I really, who i did who really her... like it in a lot i did i did she like was her. great yeah I, I i was definitely very i mean she she's all this is our se- her second appearance i believe and welcome back yeah it was yeah. it
0: was it was great to have her especially in color let me ask you yes.
1: something something my friend dan did you have expectations going into this movie I did. And I think that's why I didn't like it very much.
0: I can read you like a book by episode 19. I could tell 100% you had expectations and they totally let you down. You got to learn by now. You go into these things blind. You're you're having a time
1: i did but I, I just i wasn't feeling it and sometimes because sometimes you will get surprised and it is really good it's so funny because as i stated we've just recorded the bonus double indemnity made for tv
0: movie you're going on about the fucking aesthetics and stuff like that where this thing was like all these great little hotel lodges mm-hmm. aesthetic for days you could get lost in that nothing though because
1: well no that's why i said that was the thing i liked about it okay <laughs> that was the only thing i liked all right um, well
0: there was something i i mean all that stuff was cool i I, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I mean, I almost feel like I really need to defend it because you're coming in pretty hard on it. Yeah, I, I
1: wanted to like I it. Marilyn I Marilyn that...
0: Monroe was great, honestly. I, it was fun seeing her play a villain. Great that she wasn't, despite the fact that she was top build and this was the first movie that, that had been the case for her. Mm-hmm. She's not in it too much. Right. It's, it's more of a Gene Peters movie, I would say.
1: Right. And I think that was part of my issue. I, I think it's just I, I wanted more Marilyn.
0: I'll see if we can get another cut of this one then for you, Dave.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe there's the director's cut. I'll
0: talk to a director, Henry Hathaway.
1: Those have a great name. There, there. is
0: apparently some, some, some footage missing, major sequences missing from the final film. Our old pal, Daryl Zanuck, which now we know how to say properly, we're ready for yeah. you this time, Daryl. Yep. Got it right by now. <laughs> he had saw it and he didn't like that in the ending that there was canadian police at niagara falls because it's an american picture and so instead of just trying to contextualize that or refilm it he just took
1: sequences out so uh, of, of all, as a of result all the there's some holes in the to, to story yeah, yeah of all of the things course take out who cares
0: yeah who cares indeed well charles brackett cared because he wanted to make a film set around niagara falls he was like i love niagara falls and walter reich had i believe another producer he had said let's make it a murder mystery anybody Hearing the name Niagara thinks of honeymoon couples and of some sentimental story of a girl walking out on her husband on their wedding night and they're getting together again. It would be foolish to start up with Sonia Heaney tricks here or Esther Williams type swimming extravagances. I would like to make it a mystery story with a real murder in it, end quote. Hmm. I forgot to start that quote, but I'm sure you could figure out those were my words at some point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I mean, the, the intro got, it brings you in. I I will say that. So you have Ray and Polly
0: Cutler, and that's Gene Peters and Max Showalter, who's actually billed as Casey Adams at this time and in many movies, who is a real real cut-up, that guy. He's a wacky guy. He belongs on television, I think, more than in movies, or at least a more lighthearted affair. He was very miscast in this one, I feel. Yeah, he
1: was a little goofy. He
0: was uh, beyond a little goofy, Dan. He was just drenched in goofiness, and it wasn't... Not in Niagara's goofiness. It was his own thing. Yeah, he, he was a boner, but whatever. It's fine. Gene Peters. It's a Gene Peters
1: show. We're, we're living in it. it I'm it here. Was... I'm here for that show. At least if it's really her, geared gear towards her.
0: She's absolutely great. They head
1: to a, a cabin. They're in town over a
0: <laughs> shredded wheat contest winners. They her husband was. He works for the shredded wheat company. Where they they're coming from? Uh,
1: Ohio, because he's, he's from Toledo and she's from Washington State.
0: Yeah, so they've come up to Niagara Falls. Right across the falls is the Shredded Wheat Factory.
1: Mm.
0: But the boss, the the guy who wants to congratulate him, give him his winnings or whatever, he was he's not in town yet, so they gotta wait. Yeah, they've rented a room, but it turns out that that room is actually occupied by George and Rose Loomis, and that's Marilyn Monroe and Joseph Cott. Mm. Justin Cotton from Citizen Kane, The Third Man, Orson Welles' friend. Touching a your lot evil. Of movies together.
1: A little bit, little bit part. I
0: believe the Magnificent Ambersons I saw, like he's, him and, him and uh, Orson Welles, they They're were, the, were the friends.
1: Yeah. 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 I like Cotton. I don't know no, your feelings on him. What do you got? I, I, like, I liked his performance. Yeah. I mean, the ending was a little bit ridiculous, I think, <laughs> we'll, as we'll get to. But in general, I, I liked his performance. Cool. I like, the, I like the part, well, it's coming up, but the part with the car, that, that sequence, I thought he did a pretty good job with the model. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah.
0: So they're occupied in the cabin that G Peters and her husband want to be in, mm. but they're pretty cool about it, and they say, you know, hey, don't worry about it, we'll go take another cabin, because they say that George is asleep, he's coming from the Army Mental Hospital. Mm-hmm. So leave them alone and they're, they're pretty cool and they get a shittier cabin that doesn't have a nice view of Niagara. But what are you going to do? And they become friendly. And as we said in Pick Up on South Street, Marilyn Monroe and Gene Peters, they were friends. So it's, they had a great chemistry together. You could definitely mm-hmm. tell that they liked and respected each other. Mm-hmm. You can see George and Rose, they have a very bizarre marriage. It's not, <laughs> it's not going well at all. He's in a rut. He's very jealous. He, he goes off the handle quite a bit.
1: Well, they really try to play that, like, the polar opposites thing with George and Rose versus co- colors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, where they're supposed to be, like, the idyllic, like, almost, like, 50s, almost, like, uptight, very just, like, traditional, in a sense, that type of traditional marriage, and then you've got this, like, dysfunctional uh, relationship between George and Rose. So I think it's, like, the two polar opposites and kind of throwing them in, in the same area and saying, okay, this is, you know, what's going to happen kind of thing.
0: Yeah, was a great dynamic. I like that yeah. aspect of it, too. And we see a scene where they're all touring the Niagara Falls, which was great. It made me really want to go to Niagara Falls. There's some cool, cool sights and ways to approach the falls you wouldn't think of. You yeah. to really get
1: up in it. And you get to like, you're going to like a bowling alley where you like, you got to put your shoes and, and stuff in a cubby. I thought gets, that's what it was to, at first. Yeah. I'm like,
0: wow, we got another bowling movie. I couldn't wait yeah. to tell Dan. But it turned out yeah. that wasn't the case of getting some rubber boots. And then they had different wet wear between men and women which yes
1: i did notice that That was interesting interesting. yeah i
0: feel i'm sure that was a movie touch just to make sure everyone didn't blend in together but it was hard not to notice that yeah and so while they're touring the couple's touring they see rose and she's kissing another man who we'll meet later on that's patrick played by richard allen Mm -hmm. did you like
1: patrick cool shoes yeah I didn't really get a whole lot of him uh just enough i feel i I think that's my gripe with this movie Is like oh the, the actual like True plot action that I wanted to know that was very noir. You got so little of it. You got like these like tiny little pieces of it. You don't get to see most of it. So it feels like just this. It's just this movie. You're left with just this movie that has like a just a ambling plot to me. Do
0: you think the color, the Technicolor aspect, worked against it in this case?
1: I think yes. I, I did. That did. I did think about that. Uh, did you the, watch the trailer? I did not, but I know the trailer is in black and white.
0: It I is did. in black and white, which was very interesting.
1: Yes. I, did, I, I did think
0: know in that. certain scenes that would have been interesting, but there was a lot of times that color was really working for it, especially when we were at the party at the cabins. Marilyn Monroe in that pink just looks stunning.
1: Oh, yeah. I am a fan of Technicolor. I, I like how it looks. Here we I, are, Dan. Here's where I would like you to talk
0: about Technicolor and Dr. X. <laughs> so in terms of this movie, this is one of the last films actually done in Technicolor, three-strip Technicolor yes. from 20th Century Fox before the switch to Cinemascope. Why don't you talk a little bit about three-strip Technicolor... And its background, and its meaning, and also the Warner Archives' recent reissue of Dr. X.
1: So, without getting too far into detail, I guess, uh, the idea is that, I mean, this process... Well, go into like detail! Says, I feel
0: like we're going to breeze through this movie you don't even like, and I could barely... <laughs> uh, try. I'm, I'm trying to root for it, but...
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, I color. Mean... Technicolor, yeah, it's, it, well, like, as you said, it's a three-color strip process, and I don't know what the third strip was in this case, because I didn't do my, all my homework on that, specifically, I knew it was three-color, but I didn't know which three-color it was, but as far as Dr. There X goes half goes, our listenership right now, right, like, he, he, I say, he doesn't well, know, well, I'm gonna admit, you know, I'm not an expert on technicolor, but
0: See, so you gotta be like me, and just lie, and pretend to be an expert
1: I could do that, but, I don't know, I, I like to be truthful All no, right, um, You got
0: one I, liar, and one truth teller, yep. welcome to this show
1: so the at least from the two-color standpoint is that uh, two-color foam strip process, which originally the, the earlier version of Technicolor is where they used both red and green in that process. And getting to Dr. X is that— Xmas yes, colors. Yes, Exactly. And what I find interesting about that is it, it really does give like a weird vibe. There's a weird texture to a film like, you know, Dr. X or... Uh, now, you were like telling panel. me
0: about this and I looked up on YouTube. Warren Archives is very good about promoting their releases and giving you a little little piece to get you excited. And yes. they were going into the restoration process. It's also available in black and white on that Blu-ray.
1: Yes. Because so they, they filmed two versions of it. Okay. So they, okay. Actually, so so they actually didn't know had, that. Two slightly different camera angle versions. Uh, wow. So, so they were doing it simultaneously. Oh, so yeah, it
0: would be at the same time. Oh, that's fascinating. Yes. See, I'm more excited to see this now. But yeah, they, so they'll, they'll have a little bit of the behind the scenes and you get to see how these colors look. And it, it, it looks amazing. I can't wait to get this and look into it.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating. It, it's did you just, like it? The movie? What, Dr. X? Yeah. Yes, I did. I mean, it's, 19, it was it's pre-code. 1932. Pre-code. So, so they get away with a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, I'd say this one, yes. Because I think some of the topics that would become like taboo later on, that they're a little bit more frank about, a little bit more open about. And you don't see I want to say of, like, I saw how cannibalism you. was mentioned that is a yes. part
0: of this movie in some that, way. So that's that,
1: fun. That's a part of the plot, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because it's directed by Michael Curtis and he also directed uh, Mystery of the Wax Museum, which was also oh, sure. another recent one that was restored and it's a two color, technicolor print. Oh, okay. so, and so, so that came that. out in 33. Dr. X came out in 32, so they're right after each other. And they actually have two of the same main stars, Lionel Atwell and Faye Ray, who's also well known for being in King Kong. Uh, sure. the original King Kong. And she's in both of them as well. But yeah, they're like weird little like and mystery What would you say the most horror?
0: popular two, three color, technicolor films were? I'd say one of the ones we we may have heard of, the people.
1: Yeah, the most well-known one is probably King of Jazz. And I think part of the problem is that a lot of these films were discarded and prints were just gotten rid of because it wasn't a very popular medium at the time. People weren't very into it. It was very expensive.
0: A lot of you theaters need... didn't even have those projectors. Right, the exactly. You need a specific. Too. Yeah, like, you need specific. Any town projectors. USA can't uh, you know afford anything fancy like that? No big right. city two-color projector. How dare you say? It?
1: Exactly. So they did. Yeah, they didn't want to. You know, this is most the Depression. We're just coming out of that. Exactly. So that's why I find it's very. It's a very interesting like curiosity because there's only so many films now that exist that you can see and, and fortunately enough they've been restored a lot of them were found in the late 70s they were actually in the possession of jack warner so that's oh, wow. how they found him like he actually had them vaulted away but many of them have Good. been lost so they're still trying to i guess Find more and more, but these ones in the, from like thirty to thirty three are the ones because these are the last of that. They didn't it didn't last very long in general, but those are some of the best available ones. And Criterion just released King of Jazz not that long ago, and TCM yeah, actually yeah. showed it, so I watched it in its entirety for the first time actually this past week. Um, How was that? It, it was wild. It's wild because it, for that it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Like it was more like weird mix of, like, skits and, like, music reviews and, like... More just a fascinating document
0: of the times than a exactly, watchable Exactly, like
1: a cultural affectation kind of thing. M- much like, like a Niagara, in your opinion.
0: Yeah, uh, well, <laughs>
1: I, I think... I will say this. Uh, there's always something I can find, uh, in most cases, I can find in a movie that, Dan- that Dan's I Dan's like. famous
0: catchphrase, yes.
1: Because it's true. I, I, it's very hard for me to just completely eliminate a movie and say, wow, that was complete garbage, and I didn't like at least one tiny little thing about it. But like, I think in the case of like, say like King of Jazz, it's like, there's just there's some really great camera editing and effects, like special effects, like practical kind of effects in it that are just wild. You watch it and you're like, I can't believe this is like 1930 and some of the things that they're doing And without seeing it, it's hard to describe, but, it, but it's, it's this very like almost whimsical kind of things at a time where it's like this giant piano and, you, and, you op- and the piano opens up and then you see like an orchestra in the actual guts of the piano playing, like oh, just cool. very, very weird kind of things going on but it was interesting it was a very interesting film Um, you got to
0: see some musical guts in this movie the the bells the the elaborate bell system of niagara which we'll get more into later on
1: but for sure yeah but yeah i mean tell color is i think it looks great i I think it's just interesting of the time of the era and again this is the last of the three three strip process and yeah i I think in some ways it does add to the movie because yeah as far as the scenic the The niagraness yes that very I very much so in color for that. Yeah. that but the noirness,
0: for- you're looking for more yeah. shadows. I mean you're getting right. like the blinds shots, but it's in the daytime, so
1: Right. There was Especially, that one blind shot. Yeah. This is
0: our like. first color movie, so it's very jarring to have this long you know, string of black and white era films. I mean, even the newest movie we did, The Naked Kiss, is still black and white. Yes. In that sense it was weird to be spending this Friday night watching these like we usually do and, and to have it be so different. That was interesting. It felt like we were watching a different kind of movie at times. Yeah. No, I, my, I I, my favorite scene is the scene that is right here where they're at this party that develops. You know, there's some young kids at the cabin playing records, just all stacked on this uh, picnic table. How'd you feel about that? That hurt me as a music lover.
1: It did. I, I, I like properly the- cared for music. I liked the scene. I wasn't thrilled about how they were handling the records, but I mean, yeah. that was, that was like a makeshift sure. DJ, you know, you had the makeshift DJ there. Play, exactly. Playing the records. You, know, yeah,
0: you know, these things, they, they don't cost much. They're so disposable. They don't know about collecting yet.
1: Yeah. No, th- I, that was definitely not in the thought processes at all of this, of those kids. I think at the time, I think they were just like, whatever, we're playing these records. Who cares?
0: And a fun fact about the rainbow cabins is what it's called because you get a rainbow effect from Niagara. Mm-hmm. It even opens with the rainbows. Yes,
1: you do see it a couple times throughout the film. Yeah, and that's, you might
0: want some technicolor for that. So, you know, there's another argument for it.
1: But they're not actually real cabins. They're
0: movie sets built exclusively for the film. They're built in Queen Victoria Park directly across from the
1: American Falls. Hmm. That's kind Uh, of a bummer. I, I kind of hope they were real.
0: I know I was making up a whole vacation in my mind like I'll go stay there at the Niagara rainbow cabins and have a good time but
1: look out the window to. and uh, and see the falls right there yeah that's pretty good
0: I can only imagine what that whole area looks like now both sides
1: I've never been there have you been there before
0: I have not been there no I, I always I meant to I'd like to seems like a good pandemic trip you know
1: do it do a feel official uh hour the getting, podcast field you know- trip
0: Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, like, we're getting out there, but, you know, we're not interacting too much. We're being careful. I think that's a smart one.
1: Out in nature, yeah. We
0: don't necessarily have to go across the border. Could. I would. I I don't have a passport currently, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe by the
1: time this episode comes
0: out, I can guarantee there's no no (laughs) passport (laughs) coming. After all these years, all of a sudden I'm going to get productive. I don't see it happening. But, yeah, love this scene. Marilyn Monroe, she's wearing that pink top. Very, very striking. They play this song. It's called... Kiss. kiss yeah yes not prince's kiss no nope. in our hearts of course that's what she's singing it was very weird because she would sing it but it was very a little off with the actual song yeah and I, I believe i read that this song was written specifically for this movie too
1: it was yes
0: so that might explain not everybody's hip to this new song that we're all supposed to love
1: but i did, I did like it I, I did like that whole sequence and i liked i liked her singing it i liked. it was whole, great sort of saying there yeah oh kind of like that song don't you mrs lupus there isn't any other song with all your
0: heart everyone's taken by her and george comes out and he just crumbles it like a piece of paper He cuts his hand yeah uh, it's fun
1: Daddy,
0: I like watching people break records, you
1: know? In general? Like, well, break, breaking vinyl records and then, or breaking records like most hot dogs eaten in, like, one sitting? Choose like, use, your do own like, do adventure, Dan. Like okay. All right.
0: I do I like both. No, okay. I don't – you know what? I don't like people striving for excellence. I only like vinyls <laughs> being destroyed. I'm a very bad, destructive person.
1: Okay. Just Even though, as long as we – I'm not the
0: negative one today. I think I mean, you actually are winning as, as far as movies not enjoyed.
1: What, oh yeah, like as far as ex- the most amount. I expected amount? to
0: be the negative one on this podcast. Yeah. yeah,
1: I thought so too. That's why I was I was surprised. <laughs> I, that's usually not my uh, my mo. But I. It's those
0: I, darned expectations, Dan. I tell you, those
1: great expectations—they're
0: not great. They keep
1: destroying
0: yeah. your your enjoyment.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, it, it was the. I think the the promise of the movie before it started, and then the beginning, because like I said, up to this point where we're at right now, I was enjoying it. I did. I liked okay. it. I think it was. I felt deflated a little bit later on, and from that point on, I was out of it. So I think I think it hit. There, there hit a point, and we'll movie. get to that point. Yes, we will. But, I
0: I will say I I can understand the expectations in the sense of when we were coming up with this movie. It was a lot of it was just like, hey, Marilyn Monroe. Nora, that'd be great. We do have Asphalt Jungle coming up, which yes. you've seen and, and are already. I love. So, it. No expectations there. You know, you you already like it. I'm I've excited that for one that one. Times. And I actually came across another one when I was looking into this. It's a movie called Don't Bother to Knock from 1952. Then actually that actually has uh, Richard Widmark, who we're fully on board with. He's on our Mount Noir more, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. And and Bancroft is in that as well. Mm. So I think that'd be fun to get to at some point before we close the chapter on Marilyn Monroe Noir.
1: It's not a chapter I want to close, trust me. I, I want to keep that chapter open. But I
0: was, I was happy to be here. I was very excited yeah. to get here. Despite you know, I was excited when the Blu-ray came in the mail, even though, as we mentioned, it has the worst graphic design ever. It looks like they almost put Gene Peters and Marilyn Monroe's face and like morphed it together into like her on the front.
1: It's very, very weird. It's not even
0: like a picture from the movie. It's just (laughs) her. and There's a little, I just noticed this now, there's a little bit of splash of water on the bottom. Yeah. Some Niagara splash. I actually missed that. So yeah, it still transcended that. I was like, let's, I'm I'm excited to
1: do this. And you know, it it was fine. I don't have regrets. Yeah. I don't, I don't have regrets watching it. No, I don't have any regrets. But, yeah, we get through this great scene,
0: and so Georgia cut his hand, and Gene Peters says, I'm going to go check on him, and bandages him up, and George is like, hey, you know, I'm just, I was just an old sheep rancher, and I, I got this younger woman, and everything just turned to shit after that. I should have never married her. I'm just jealous all the time, and she was a barmaid when you met her. Mm-hmm. And so things have escalated from there, and he has to keep impressing her. And she has a whole other man who we, we meet. She makes a phone call to where he's staying. Yes. And w- how is that framed? What is the question that she asks? Do you remember?
1: I think it was about the bus schedule, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, because yeah. he he's at a boarding house, and like the I guess there's like the owner, the the lady picks up. She's like, you keep calling. It's like the fourth time you've called. From I guess Patrick. that's like yeah, the, yeah. That's like the signal to like indirectly get his attention so he can call her back.
0: Or it's a good way of like saving money, you know? That's true too. Like remember those old collect commercials where they would have people say everything and what their name was like the message.
1: Yes. I do remember that. (laughs) I I haven't thought about that in a long time.
0: As I told you, I watched that YouTube compilation of nineties commercials and that was one of them.
1: I might have to watch that.
0: I'll send it to you. So yeah, they get in contact and that's how they know we're, we're going to kill this guy. We got to kill this husband. We got to off him gotta go and yeah i i, I like the the dynamic i like that i felt bad for poor george joseph cotton did a, a good job of just being
1: like this just exhausted husband broken down guy yeah and they go into
0: the falls which this is where you get through the shoe exchange which does come into play the shoes so rose and george go down there and there's a dark tunnel patrick is there waiting to kill him and to let Rose know that George is dead. Is, they're going to play at the bell tower kiss the song
1: by Prince by
0: Prince on these like it's so many bells. Yes. It was an incredible amount of bells. And I saw that actually up until the two thousands, that's a real bell tower and it was operated manually. Oh, wow. <laughs> which sounds exhausting. Sounds Consist very of, exhausting. It was completed in 1947, and it consists of 55 bells weighing a total of over 43 tons.
1: So it'd be it was only like five years old or so. Five years, fresh, yeah. fresh
0: bells. You could still smell the brass on them. Uh, it was played manually four times a day until the 2000s when it became automated.
1: Finally, in 2000, they decided at that point it was when they're going to automate it. They didn't think about automation <laughs> any time before that.
0: No, you know, that was the selling point. It was like we actually got a bellman.
1: Yeah, I imagine that Maybe, was your game. I'm
0: sure that guy died. They were just probably keeping it for him.
1: Yeah. Probably a lot of work. Well I think that I think this is the this is the point where it went downhill for me. The the point at which they, they carry this out and from then on is when they lost me because I, I feel like the setup started out really good between the phone call, and then they had this whole plot where she goes into the gift shop, and then he's like looking at the postcards, and he like writes the note on the postcard and flips it around, yeah, which is very, cool. like very cool. I like that. Very cool. I like. I'm like, okay, I like where this is going. It's finally picking up. And is that then like halfway just, through the movie, about yeah, so we got roughly. you got half the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, yeah, getting into it. I I, I liked where it started, but then it just, I think. The point at which you don't really see anything that happens, and I get it, that can be a plot point, and, and sometimes I think it's okay, but in this case, I wanted it because I feel like the rest of the movie was kind of like, eh, nah, it was okay, not, not really a whole lot going on. But I wanted to see something. I wanted to see more of the actual plot of, of, yeah. of that, that actually being carried out.
0: I'm, I agree with you definitely that this is where it went from like, wow, this is, this is a great time to like, all right, what, what are we doing? But I do think that the ending brought it back together for me. I, I mean, not, not bring it like back together. That was the wrong choice of words, but it just at least was like, hey, all right, that's got my attention. Okay. That, that's fun. You go ahead and drench Jean Peters. She'll do it. I, I just like Gene uh-huh. Peters taking center stage.
1: Because oh, I, oh, I do I enjoy
0: her so much, and because you lose Marilyn Monroe pretty quickly after this. Um, right. The murder goes down. They ask her to identify the body, and she just, you wonder why she's so emotionally affected by it. She cries, she faints. But as it turns out, it was Patrick's body.
1: Yes. The audience doesn't see it. So you just see it like, right. shrouded by you. You're, you're made to assume that it's her husband, but it's not.
0: And actually, I should say before that, when she finds out that her husband is dead, presumably, they ask if she wants a ride home and she says she'll walk. Mm-hmm. And this scene is actually, the, has the longest recorded uh, walk in cinema history. Yes. I, completely I did, I did by accident. That. If there's anything from
1: this movie that it, comes from it. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of shots of her walking in this, in this movie in general. Has around
0: 116 feet of film, all of that walk. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, she has that long walk in the beginning, too. Well, she, when she walks out of the cabin to go to the party, but also when she walks, to go, she's supposed to be going to town to, to the grocery store. Yeah. And, and instead, we find out later she's meeting up with her boyfriend at, at the falls. But she has a very long walk, and, and you see the, the cutler staring at her.
0: So anyways, as we said, there was a, there's a body switcheroo. George is still alive. So she faints and she's in the hospital for... she's laid up for a good little bit. And this is where you get the man who runs the Shredded Wheat Company. The comes mill, in, yeah. The, yeah, the husband and wife. Who do play into it towards the end because they're the ones who own the boat. Right. Like, they're not from nowhere, but for a while it does seem like, who, who cares about this couple? Yeah. Like, you're really into the Shredded Wheat, the husband. Jean Peters, she's seeing George. She goes into that cabin, number two, where Marilyn Monroe had been staying with George. So she goes in there to sleep. George sneaks in, grabs a knife, because he's, he's after, he wants blood. He's after Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. But it turns out Gene Peters is there, and he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I, I really only have beef with her.
1: Yeah, so but he leaves. And, he and leaves. She and yells, and, she, and everybody kind of...
0: She yells, but she, at first it seems like she might kind of take his side and, and be a, like help out, but she, she does turn on him. And the husband's like, oh, you must have had a nightmare. He's a total prick about it the, the entire time. This, this guy sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like him at all.
0: <laughs> he sucks. The Cutlers then go to a, they, they talk to the police, and then they, there's area wide, I was going to say statewide, but we're in Canada. Yeah. Province, <laughs> province wide. Yeah. Um, they're looking for George. And so they go, and the couple goes to the falls. Yeah, and there's a nice long walk there too. They, the couple get separated, and George comes and talks to Polly, Gene uh-huh. Peters. Mm-hmm. And he tries to say, you know, look, this is what happened. Patrick had to go. I'm just I'm gonna take his identity and head off. Like just be cool.
1: Yeah, I, I would do I would do it for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this uh, person I just met. I met a couple, you know, a day or two ago.
0: I mean they had like a semi friendly repertoire, but right. not enough where this comes up and it works. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a slip, she slips. What'd you think of that? had that insert of the broken railway that took me off. It took me out of the movie for a second.
1: It kind of made me laugh a little bit to be honest. Uh, Yeah, exactly. It it was, it was a little bit goofy. It's just, Um,
0: uh, you know, you feel bad for them because they're trying to do stuff. But at that time it's like, you you can't do that. You're, you did not this way. You got to figure out a different way.
1: I Um, I at least like the recovery of it with George is kind of embracing her and like faking like they're like in love, but he's like kind of like still like hanging on to her. Like, Yeah, and all these people are
0: walking by and it's like, you don't notice the railing, this giant piece of railing is missing where, you know, while you're in the falls, probably wanting to hold on for dear life.
1: Yeah, that was a little weird.
0: So he says, let me stay dead. She leaves without answering him and she goes to the police after that. Mm -hmm. George, meanwhile, he goes to the the bell place and has them play. There's a request slot, which was fun. I like that. I like that. That was a nice touch uh, to play kiss again. So Rose gets freaked out. She hears this from the hospital, and she tries to skip town, but it's not working for her. She sees George at the border, and so she runs into the bell tower, and there's a there's a good chase between them.
1: I did like yeah, that, that scene.
0: Yeah, the, all that the scene with the, the cameraman camera was great.
1: Yeah, like the camera yeah. up high in there, and you kind of see them coming out of the diagonal, the bottom right corner, and stuff yep, like that. it was like, yeah, well
0: shot. It was yeah. very interesting that whole that whole scene, and it, it built some good suspense. I like how they let a lot of it breathe. You know.
1: Yeah. This, it, it just the movie kind of felt like a, like a Hitchcock film without like the awesome parts of Hitchcock. You know? just,
0: there's a lot of potential. It just ultimately didn't come together. Yeah. I think they just need a little more time prepping this one. But it, yeah. it, I, I'm saying it's worth watching. I'm not saying you gotta like really go play a little solitaire on your phone if you want to. You know, catch up with some stuff. Maybe put some dinner on in the background. You know, you don't really gotta pay attention to this one. All the Marilyn Monroe stuff is good. You know, other than the hospital I'd say you can skip through. But otherwise, everything with her is great, including this scene. And George catches up to her, and he strangles her under the bells. It's a silent scene, and he says, I loved you, Rose. You know that. Meanwhile, whimsically, the Cutlers, are off fishing with uh, their friends, the the Shredded Wheat Company. There's a launch in a section of the Niagara River above the falls where the boat's going to be, and they stop off to get some gasoline and some Supplies. Lose. Yeah, yeah, supplies. <laughs> and George, he's sneaking off. And there, there's a guy who runs the boat place. Uh, the cops come to him and say, hey, you seen this guy? He's like, I tried to rent a boat, but it didn't work out. I'll, I'll let you know if I see him. And George sees this, so he has to be very sneaky about it. But he gets into the boat, tries to hotwire it. Gene Peters ends up in it. And he says, you should get off this boat. He tries with her. He really does. He's not trying to do wrong. He took care of Marilyn Monroe. He's trying to steal an identity and do his thing but it just doesn't work out for him or her. They end up going down the falls. Everyone's in pursuit from the streets, but they can't do it. The husband's like, scuttle, please, please scuttle. And they even said, I bet that was the first time anyone ever used scuttle it as a prayer and had it answered. And I appreciated that line a lot. It was, it was funny. Yeah, so there's just this, this whole this boat may, may go over They They're like, cause you want it. You're not, you got Niagara Falls. You want that. Oh God, is anything going to go over it? You'd expect a couple bodies is what I personally expected, but we're doing noir a little different this time. And they say like, this is like a thriller noir. I would say it's more of a thriller. The noir is, is a little loose in here. And especially once you, you put in a little color, it, it's a little harder to justify. It's there, but it, you know, we're here, but We're gonna see out of the three, at least that I found, maybe there's more, but um, Marilyn Monroe is where this ranks ultimately, if you're looking for such a thing. But yeah, there's just, George is able to sink the boat, slow it down, he gets Polly on a rock. I mean, I liked how they made her lips purple, and they're really pouring on all this water. I, I just like how they played it. I found it to be very exciting. I mean, I wasn't worried about anybody yeah george falls to his death that's fine everything works out for polly they send on this crazy lawn chair for her to get on that
1: part made me laugh <laughs> like like the fumbling with this like yeah this like lawn chair
0: yeah
1: on ropes from the, the helicopter <laughs> yeah that, that i thought was pretty goofy it was goofy but i mean by
0: this point we're, we're we're full in on the goof and it can't help itself it's the decade and the what they're trying to go for it just can't be done
1: yeah, I, I yeah I I appreciate the things that they try to do, and yes, there are definitely elements of noir. It probably feels more thriller than noir, but there's definitely some elements in there, and I would still consider a, a film noir. But yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not saying yeah. it's
0: not, but I'm saying it's expect more of a thriller. Right on this one.
1: Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I feel like this is a definitely a good like you're bored on a Sunday afternoon, and you're just like oh, I'll just throw on a movie. Well, I was nice. also
0: excited about. This is maybe where my expectation was. My own personal it wasn't too much, but it was just that with our era that we have allowed ourselves to up to 1965. There's not a lot of color noir films. Mm-hmm. There's one we'll get to, "Leave Her to Heaven," which mm-hmm. is spoiler phenomenal. Yes, and very exciting, and it's a great color film so i was hoping for something similar like that where it's like look at that we've got another one on there but it's good not great i, I like i said i like it it's worth a watch but i, I can't say that it was spectacular
1: yeah i'd say like leave, leave leave her to heaven and uh one of my ones that i like a lot too that's it, in color is uh, desert fury with elizabeth scott which i hope we get to at some point as well uh it's another one that's 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 shot in color that's really interesting film so i
0: mean she is due for a, a re-watch for us because do you see? You want to talk Joey's negativity? I'm still not sold on Elizabeth Scott. So.
1: Well, I absolutely love L- Elizabeth Scott. So I, I am here to whatever I can do to change your mind about that. If there's one, if there's one person in particular I like to change your mind about is Elizabeth Scott. So.
0: Well, whenever we got a slot and there are very little slots coming up, we are booked solid for quite I a think bit. Think we have
1: her coming up? I think we have her coming up in one. Do we? Yeah, I think so. I don't
0: know, Dan. Maybe we will see her. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, who, who knows? I wonder. There's um, a lot of
1: films out there, and she, maybe, she, was, she was in a lot of them.
0: Maybe, maybe we will slot such a thing. So this was actually the only film where Marilyn Monroe played a villain and also died in. So that's a fun fact. And as we said, the first film where she received top billing. And even though she had a starring role, she was still under contract to 20th Century Fox as a stock actor, mm-hmm. which had a fixed salary. So she actually made less money than her makeup man did. Wow during filming of the shower scene the director had to keep yelling at Monroe to stay away from the curtain and away from the lights because she insisted on being naked uh, also when she was under the bed sheets in the beginning so they actually darkened that in post-production
1: oh yeah I mean the shower scene in particular I was I, I was like in shock I was like wow I was like where is this going like I mean this is pretty risque <laughs> for for 1953 I mean that's you know I, I was wow I was like wow you know who else was shocked in
0: 1953 was the provincial legislator member for Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. They complained about the film giving Niagara Falls a bad name.
1: I, I don't think this gave it a bad name.
0: They said instead of an educational film, the production company delivered a film about murder and suicide and seamy lives doing nothing but harm to the honeymoon capital.
1: So he was, he was just picturing this like mundane documentary about Niagara Falls or something. What was he expecting? No clue. Who knows? But this was the first of
0: three big hits for Marilyn Monroe in 1953, which was actually her most successful year of her film career. There was also *Gentlemen Prefer Blondes and How to Marry a Millionaire.
1: And then Something Like a Hot was like right after that, right? That was like, I think, I 55? believe that's, yeah, it was not far behind. Yeah. Yeah. So she went on a quite a string of uh, hits after this. Uh, in the film, when she asked for
0: a refund for the ticket after George is dead, she gets twelve fifty back, the ticket to Chicago. In 2019, that was the equivalent, due to inflation, of about $120.
1: I mean, it sounds about right, honestly. And actually, it said you can purchase, a,
0: at that time in 2019, you could purchase a one-way ticket for the same trip around $55. So, wow. Fun fact about that goofy guy, Max Showalter. He took a hiatus from Hollywood in the 50s. Probably after this, to go to Kansas to care for his 15-year-old sister, who was orphaned by the death of their parents in an automobile accident,
1: Aww. and their
0: deaths had actually followed the death of their brother Robert, who uh, died in a car wreck two years earlier. Jeez. He, a few years later, he came back to Hollywood and resumed his career. It looked like a lot of TV work from him, which right where he belongs.
1: I was gonna say that sounds about right.
0: My last fun fact: I'm not a huge Andy Warhol fan, but here's one for you. Uh, after Marilyn Monroe died, that screen print that he did you know with her face in the different colors that was a promotional photo from niagara actually was the basis of that
1: no it's a cool it's a cool painting i like i like that picture
0: yeah i can't deny that it's it's a little better but i i'm i'm artistically i will say i'm not too into the people who take other people's art and then we're like look what i did Like Steen, who like just painted comic panels from other people and just like literally changed nothing and made millions of dollars off of that. I, I hate that stuff.
1: It's called uh, opportunism. That's what that's, that's, that's what that's called.
0: Look, I get it. That's just not how a gentleman yeah. Joey would operate.
1: I and I know that to be true.
0: So far, at least, you know, am forties are coming up. Maybe I'll be have a midlife crisis and be a real piece of shit.
1: A, a real capitalist.
0: A real scummo. Uh, maybe I'll be one of the types in our next movie, Dan. I'm excited to see. We got a Criterion.
1: Ooh, here
0: is we are. Our, is
1: this our? No, this is our second. Yes, because pick. I think Pick Up on South Street was our was our um, one, right? No, well we had. Oh, Naked Detour, Kiss, Naked pick Kiss, Pick Up on South Street. Detour. Yeah, you're right. You're Naked
0: right. Kiss. We've done th- we've done three so far, and okay. I almost feel like there could be another. But yes, I would have expected us to do more, but we're, we're catching up there. There's quite a bit coming up. Yeah. But we have 1956's The Killing from Stanley Kubrick.
1: Give or take a few thousand. I figured the loot on this deal at two million. Mm-hmm. There should be that much in the track offices. big dollar sign there where most women have a heart so play it smart stay in character you'll have money plenty of it george will have it he'll blow it all on you
0: johnny i'm no good for anybody else i'm not pretty and i'm not very smart so please don't leave me alone anymore What makes you think or know that you're going to have several hundred thousand
1: dollars? Because I do, I just can't talk about it, that's all. Not even to
0: me, your little sheriff.
1: I shouldn't have even mentioned I was going to have it. It's not that I'm lying, I know I can trust you, but if these other guys these ever... These other guys? I can't talk about it, cherry. You've been talking, now you spilled to her.
0: Well, I didn't ask, what do you think, I'm crazy? I wouldn't jerk, you clown! Come on clown, sing us a chorus from Pagliaggi. Hey, where's the jerk? Was George? <laughs> This
1: one i love this one as well
0: and i'm excited to rewatch it and really get into it
1: this might be one of my favorite kubrick films actually
0: you know what i was i'm i was gonna save it for the record but i'll spoil it now spoilers uh, i'm ready something we kind of alluded to in earlier episodes uh, either of us have not seen spartacus and i was gonna give spartacus a try this week before we watch oh, this one cool. so I'll, I'll report back i've now i'm actually glad i've said something because i actually have to do it now um, i'm gonna hold you to it I mean, I already have a copy ready to watch, so I, I, my intentions have gone pretty far, but I'm, I'm putting it on the digital record.
1: How long is that movie? It's, it's long, right?
0: Yes, Dan, it's one of the factors that have, has kept me away from it for many a year, but I'm going to make the time. Let me maybe see maybe this is what I'm going to do while I have my uh, next COVID uh, vaccine shot coming up by the time this comes out next one, so maybe that'll be what I'm doing while I'm holed up.
1: Yeah, 197 minutes. Woo. A lot of minutes. Well, I forgot Dalton Trumbo, Dal- Dalton Trumbo uh, was the the screenwriter. This
0: had come up during Gun Crazy was one of the instances.
1: Yes. Of, uh, I forgot that about episode. that. Meanwhile, The Killing, just to
0: assure our audience, 84 minutes. Very brisk, perfect, tight movie. So don't worry about that. It's not a Spartacus level. I believe no. this is pre-Spartacus. Um, yes. One of his, maybe his second film. Very one of, his, w-
1: one of his very first, yes. Yeah.
0: We're gonna get into it, and we'll be more knowledgeable by then. So please join us; it's gonna be a good time. We already know we both like this one, so as far as that goes, you don't have to worry about the lads at odds anymore. We're back; the boys are
1: back. Boys are back in town.
0: Hell yeah, Thin Lizzy. Couple Thin Lizzy's over here. Yep, that's how I always try to operate.
1: Maybe we should have that song on loop throughout the entire episode. Uh, just have Boys Are Back in Town playing under this entire episode. I mean, as a must- soundtrack.
0: In my soul, that's that's always going to happen.
1: Yeah. So
0: join us next week when the, the boys come back. The boys are back. Uh, <laughs> and in the meantime, we'll get a pint and we'll hold it up and we'll say,
1: uh, hey, oi, is the crime? Here's the crime. Dang.